This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right! That's right! Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm doing fine without yourself. I'm good. Um, oh, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to um, get my headphones on. Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. I feel, I feel you, you know. So how has your week been? How has your weekend so far been? It's been good. Um, it's Saturday. It's a little uh, beginning of the weekend for me. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel that shoot this this week. I'm actually off from work, so like every other weekend, I'm off uh, off from the JLB. Right. And, uh, like I said, it's just funny. I'm off for the job, but but on for the career. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even when I'm at the job, I'm doing career shit. No, right. Right. Um, so that's same with me. Like Monday through Friday, I'm more of a regular job. Uh nighttime and weekends is more of like my second business adventure that I am trying to push for sure. And and, and what is that second business adventure? <laughs> um so they call me the goddess of love. I am into all of the fetish work. Um, I'm more of like an exotic dancer. Um, I'm like learning a little bit of like pole work and stuff. I'm a little multitasking and versatile. Um, and I also do like sensual um, body rubs as well so any bookings for that I try to book those after work um, and then the weekends I try to more to go for like the dancing part and doing a little pole work and stuff of that sort just so I can network and get more clients Most and I see that you have worked with friends of the show House of Gold how was, yeah. it, how was it to work with the naked trumpeter and the gorgeous Giselle Lane? Oh my God, she is wonderful, and you know, um, naked trumpet man, he is a, a, a handsome, wonderful man himself. Um, so I actually saw them at Exotica, 
but they didn't see me. Um, I was like trying to get spanked by them because they were just like, you know, naked jumping man just had like the, you know, the girl on his shoulders spanking her with his flogger and an exotic. I was like, oh my God. I, but there was a line, you know. Oh, they had a line for people. Yes. They, they, oh, no, they had a line for people wanting to get spanked. Yes. <laughs> Yes, so I missed them in Exotica, but I definitely followed them because I'm a reader, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna follow them and follow them. Um, and then actually, one of uh my friend's cousin actually knows Giselle because they were like in the past dancing before. Um, I actually through my first kink event back in uh, February and I had them come to perform for my first uh, kink event. Um, But like, they didn't know me, but I really knew that them, you know, like, I'm like, I'm a fan. Like if she didn't reach out to you, I would have myself, you know, I'm just happy that we were both on the same mind frame of getting them. Um, and it was it was definitely like a little uh she's like, Oh yeah, I used to dance with her and stuff. So she was my host for my kink event. So my host actually had a little pass with Giselle. So um they were really cool um off of just you know texting each other. Then we finally got to meet. Um they've came to my kink event. And then, you know, I've been supporting them. Um, I'm a fan of them on OnlyFans. Um, I actually did a little OnlyFans cuckold video with them. Oh, my um, God. I and uh, with you and the Naked Trumpeter? Yes. <laughs> I know. You was a boy-girl scene with the, the cup, right? Which So it, I'm sorry? Yeah, go ahead and break it down to us. I'm sorry. Um, so the cuckold was me and my lover, my lifetime partner. Um, mm-hmm. we're in a poly and mm-hmm. they're pansexual and we're pansexual, so it was just like Ooh. golden, um mm-hmm. uh golden mixture there, a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um so it's a cuckold is more of like my slave watching me get fucked. So, um, you know, Mrs. Trump, the man was my bull, the one fucking me. Mm-hmm. And my slave was like literally like in, you know, I, I like to be like a little rough when it comes to my cuckold experiences because I feel like if I'm giving you the ex- experience, then I want to give you the whole full extent of it. Um, so, you know, I'm shoving your face while I'm getting fucked in my pussy and, you know, make you clean up after. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, because I'm saying, look at what you're doing with the naked trumpeter and uh, the slave. That shit is kind of hot. So, look, we done talked for six minutes. I ain't even done my particulars. That show you how good this show about to be, people. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm a dom, too. I get to talk. Oh, my God. So let me do these particulars. We can get this on the road, baby. <laughs> 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, get a profile, start a podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Arlissover Champ, a.k.a. the porn rap star. You can find me and all my links all in one place with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have. The first one being the Facebook of the Ellis community, ellisworld.com. Number two, one of the hottest magazines on the net and in the world right now, Roticism Magazine. So go to roticismmagazine.com, subscribe monthly. Get it paperback and mail to you or get it digital. Either way, get it. And last but not least, in black owned, I'm talking about excitebunny.com for you content creators. 90% profit if you sign up. And if you need healthcare, they got you covered on that. And for your consumers, a new place for you to consume your porn from some of the hottest content creators, porn stars, talent, webcam, whatever you want to call it. That's right now killing the net. All you got to do is get yourself a profile at SiteBunny.com and start your journey. And we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Plus, while you're at ShopGWDistrict.com, check out some wonderful offers and deals and products and buy products from over 500 Black-owned retailers and shops. So go to ShopGWDistrict.com. Buy black, support black businesses, build a black commerce, and create generational wealth. Also, mm-hmm. check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. And also, check me out on my new spot, SGPRadio.com. Now, I'm about to shut up and let this sexy, dominant, and gorgeous woman introduce <laughs> herself. Hi. Um, I am your goddess of love. You must call me that, honey. <laughs> yes, my goddess. Yes, my goddess. <laughs> um, how are you? Yes, the fans are doing fine. So, yeah. how long have you been in the BDSM world? Um, so, um, I've been in the BDSM world in my personal lifestyle um, since I was about 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I am in my 30s now, so um, definitely over 10 years, you know, I've learned how to more of Ties and how to whip you. Like I like to use the nine tails whip. Mm. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, tell me about your first experience in the lifestyle. My first experience um, was actually like um, I would say like. I was a, a a call girl. Okay. Um. So it was like one of those um, calls. Um. Oh. Yeah. Well, so we. Like, yeah. So we we did the role play of like the puppy and, you know, me actually putting him in a collar and letting him lick, um, you know my pee from a bowl and it was a little intense but for that for me I 
kind of like loved it and I really did enjoy myself I didn't know I was going to enjoy myself that much um a part uh, like more of so like the humiliation part of it and the degradation of it like degrading part of it um I've never did that before and that experience just opened me up to kind of like my own power you know um as far as publicly um as doing it as like service um this uh business venture i just started last year um trying to boost it in like the social media world and stuff of it but i was more of like i'm more of like um like house parties and like underground stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it, in the market that you're in is very niche, and yeah. once you become popular in it, you it, it they love you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, period and stuff. Let's unpack that first session real quick. Now, before that, of course, it's, let's know what a call girl is. Um, how it kind of how did you react when he gave you the request because? And probably the first time you ever got a request like that. Right. Um, I mean, I'm always laughing. So <laughs> I, I was laughing and I'm like, I'm pretty, I pretty was much open to anything. Like I always had the mentality of, um, I, I was always bisexual. I knew my sexuality, you know, um, I had sex at a really young age, you know, so like junior high school, I was like fucking a lot and you know, I had a little reputation. Um, but I definitely was, you get like, kind of like intimidated because you never did it before. So it was like that intimidation of me not doing it and, and uh, before not having the experience. But I felt like if I'm willing to do anything once, then why not? Let me see if I if I like it. You know, um, you know, I feel like you have to experience some things in order for you to find out whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's the beauty of our business is that we sometimes find ourselves sexually and and, and we can experiment with no judgment, right? No worry of judgment, and right? You know. Um, so with you, you know what I'm saying, merging basically the, the BDSM world with the entertainment world. Yeah. Um, because, you, you, because you are a dancer, well, I'm understanding yeah. as well, and stuff. And um, speak to your dancing experience. Like, do you work in clubs uh, or you just do private events? No, it's more of like private events where a client is like asking me to like, dance for him on a pole or like just dance for him sensual um and like whatever you know room we're in um this dancing i actually like last year like i said um pushing this business i had to go you know into the public with it so um i have been like in like more of undergrounds and I am trying to get into a club, but um, having like my regular job, it's a little 
you know, difficult for, yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> me to be like in a club club, you know? Yeah. So, um, but, but yeah, I would I love think, to I get there. Probably, but I think you probably, you know, like the more interpersonal a little bit better um, because it's a little bit more interpersonal and the attention is more so on you than you're sharing it with other girls throughout the night. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, I offer more of the private experiences. Like, you can, like, like, a, like almost like an escort, but yeah. I'm more of, like, open to whatever fetish you like. Like, I do foot jobs, um, you know, scat yeah. videos, golden showers. Um, I'm a pegger. Like, I love to do that. Um I'm I'm pretty much open to from fetish to like dark fetish, you know. Yeah, because I'm sitting here watching you now with Sir Rope by Dash. Shouts out to him. Yes. And you see you being his muse and it's and, and to give people the, the, the image, she is in a chair backwards doggy style, <laughs> bound, and he is just rubbing her down with forks. Now I've never seen this before, and this yeah. shit looks kind of hot, you know, yeah. me being a dom and everything, and, and, and you're performing. Where were you performing at? Um, so that was my first kink event. Okay. Um, okay. I got Sir Dash um, to come perform, and actually, I wasn't supposed to be his muse, mm-hmm. and my partner left for my show, so mm-hmm. we kind of, like, in the moment collab together, like, okay, I guess I'm going to be your muse because, <laughs> you know, we're both pretty much fucked right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm also a switch, like, for those who are worthy, you know. Um, we're, like, in that versatile mode, I feel like we're open to lose all control you know um i love that feeling yeah because because i think a lot of people don't understand is that when you come to bdsm we come to lifestyle it's about energy energy exchange power exchange it's not it's not about the physical it begins with the mental right can't be you can't be physically um you can't reach the physical euphoria until until you reach the the mental first the mental yeah preach to that yeah Yes. Um, so actually one of my first, um, I guess he, I was his call, personal call girl, you know, but we kind of like fell in love at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Not like pretty woman type of thing, but I was 19 and he was paralyzed and he was uh, well into his like 44. 45s, um, mid 40s, and um, head to toe, only could move so- shoulders, and you know, did everything with his mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that was like another like type of kink experience where he fucked me with a dildo in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would just like arouse me by speaking like all these like you know erotic things like you know um he would put me like in a place like 
you're sitting down on the table right now and he would actually like draw the whole picture for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and having the tone of his voice like just vibrating into like my ears was just like so arousing in itself. And it was like, whoa, like I never been so turned on by somebody that doesn't even have hands, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because see, um, I remember talking to a a coach and after she was doing this breathing exercise where it was like an energy exchange that had the yeah. guy actually orgasm, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and like I said, you are in my, in many ways, with, 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 we are the energy exchangers or controllers. You know, yeah. Yeah. and you being a switch, that means you have the ability to receive energy and give energy. Yeah. Even stronger and stuff. So, um, as you immerse yourself into the lifestyle, especially now with the performances, doing the parties, and everything else, um, what made you decide to go into that route and expound your repertoire into that? You know, period. Um, I definitely decided to go into it because it's in my normal lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, my regular lifestyle. Um, all of my like group of friends, like we're really like freaky yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we're all bisexual and pansexual and swingers. And we kind of just like since 19 like had these crazy house parties and would you know drink and have every type of thing accessible and just party you know it's nothing new for you anyway no it's nothing new for me it's nothing new for me i actually do enjoy this lifestyle um and i've been in this lifestyle so kind of of like i've always I've always wanted a business and I always was sexual, but I never thought to put it together. Um, And kind of like the Eureka came to me last year, like, I'm going to do it. Like, let's do this. (laughs) Um, Because of why not? I am already in this lifestyle and I enjoy it. And I need to actually have something out there that, you know, I want I want a little spa that people can come to and actually get these essential rubs and get the sound therapy and aromatherapy and get your relaxation um, from there. But I want it like in, in a sexy way because I'm always sexy. Okay. So now let's talk about you organizing these parties. Um, give us the rundown how you put a party together and what it all entails, and your expectations of it. So, having thrown my first kink event, it was really a lot, um, a lot of communication to your vendors that you're going to have there, a lot of communication with, like, the owner to see if everything's good with the place. Um, Of course, I asked for a walkthrough, even though I went to this place already because I I I do um I do vendors events as well. 
So um, what I do in the vendors events, I say I'm like an erotic massager. Um, like I do the sensual rubs and I do demos when I do um, like a vendors event, any pop-up shop or um, anything of that sort of sex pop-up shop or kink event, um, a dungeon, whatever. Um, so it's definitely communicating to the to your right genre of people. Um, I got in communication with um, vendors because I always network when I'm in my own events. You know, I make sure that I go to the vendors. Um, I say hi, I introduce myself, we follow each other. And then, you know, if I ever need that vendor, I, I, I'm already connected, you know. Because the key to our business is developing relationships. Right. Yeah. So develop your relationships. Um, definitely uh, stay in the genre that you want, you know. Um, and, you know, I feel like you have to actually go out there yourself, you know, go to these events. Um, go, you know, I went to Exotica. That's how I saw the naked trumpet man, you know. Um you know, actually pull your money into what is going to make you money in your future, you know? Mm-hmm. Almost definitely. So now let's talk about when did you move to do content? Um, and then what type of content do you put out there and everything? So I've, I've had like um, an old cam soda page where I was a little um, cam girl um, I started that like about three four years ago when I didn't have like a normal job um, and then I got the normal job so I kind of like eased off on that um, now I have an OnlyFans it's um, Diosa 6 um, and I'm focusing on all of like cuckold experiences, all of like foot fetish and more fetish work. Like I'm gonna have recordings of me like humiliation, um, degradation, um, degrading, um, more of like foot worship stuff as well. Now, how do you navigate that now that they're becoming a little bit more censored? And porn itself becoming more PC because, like, you know, I've heard many stories of girls stuff being deleted because of the game bang game for being used no more. <laughs> so, yeah. So how do you navigate all that? Um. Well, I feel like it's more of like, well, on OnlyFans, I feel like they're a little bit more stricter, but yeah. like Fansly, um, they're like a little bit less um, strict. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to find the, the the sites that allow it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. So, with your content, um, because like I said, I did see you suck a dick for two seconds, which yes. was had a condom on it. 
which yeah. I know that all the dudes looked at that shit and said, oh my God, because that shit did look good. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what it's meant to do. Oh, our deep throat, baby. That's it. That's a male turn. So that video was like, let me hit her up and see if she do porn out of this bitch. <laughs> so how much pressure you get for boy girl content? If any. You said pressure? Pressure or axe or any of that. Oh, like almost every day, like every fucking second. <laughs> no, I swear it's annoying. It's annoying because I don't. Okay, so okay, I offer a a service, you know. So for content, I don't need, you know, I don't need content if you're not gonna still pay for the service that I'm providing. Um. So of that, that is annoying. Like, mm-hmm. I have strangers hit me up, like, oh, let's collab. And I'm like, I don't even know you. Like, how am I going to collab with you? <laughs> um, I mean, but but that, that's what it's for. Like, I'm, I, I'm all acceptable to it. Like, I know it's part of this world and, I you mean- know more so to sell your services more so to sell content you get what i'm coming from um so yeah so like the content is more of a tease of getting the real thing Mm -hmm. um but from my far away people you know i do the full videos Mm -hmm. you know i want to give you a full video Mm -hmm. um but as far as like my skills of of you know, deep throating and stuff. Yeah, I want to like give you clips of that because I know yeah. that will lure you in. <laughs> Even back in the day when I came in, girls used porn to boost their escort. Right. Uh, to basically make you pay more and also to get more traffic. Right. So it's like to me, with you in your world and where your brand is set up, your content is more so to attract guys to book you live. Right. And- to get sales with it, that's great. But it's really to get that live money. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Technique versus what girls are using content for. So, so what? Now, I said speak to that because most girls use content to sell content. You get what I'm coming from? Oh. Versus, and which in turn means that they kind of are pressured or pushed to do boy girl. While you, you don't necessarily your brand doesn't necessarily need it per se. You get what I'm coming from? Yeah. Like I don't need it. Um, I do the content. I decided to to do the OnlyFans for, like you said, to boost more. Everything is more funneling into the clientele, um, the bookings. Um, that's what I'm funneling it all to. Um, to get the central rubs. If you're, uh, you know, ever in the area, or I do travel. Um, you know, I've you know, traveled with the client paid for like expenses and stuff. Um, you know, they're they're you know, I'm very open. Yes, I see. I'm saying watching this uh you walking with that sex ass of yours. I see you see you did sub zero man and back pubs mag shots out to them. How was it like working with them? Yes. Um shout out to sub uh zero. Um yes for the f- Fat Puffs magazine. Um, it was awesome. He was he was he was a great um, director. Um, 
as a photographer, like I said, I I do I've been doing photography since 15 and I've done like my high school yearbook. I was my high school photographer. Um, yeah, like I I did my own like um you know, dark room and develop my own film. Um yeah, I did I did a little bit in photography. <laughs> I love it. Um but it's just too much um competition in this state of New York for me for for you know I did try to get like an agent and uh, they just like discouraged me because they were just so um, rude and like degrading that wasn't because you were a woman in the space or... yeah okay. yeah yeah they were like this is a man's world um I was Latina they was like oh you're Latina and like you're a woman and I'm like so the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell it, do you mean I'm a woman and I'm not to, me, to me one of the best photographers some of the best photographers are women because they yeah, have, they we have the eye they have, understand angle, a woman's angle more than a man do yes we do like I don't understand um, but you know I always kept it as a hobby of mine I'm never going to let that passion go so I'm more of like incorporating it like I take all my pictures for my website and I do all my like model pictures and stuff. If I need, you know, some new content, I I I do my self portraits. You know. Yes, and I see you do a great job with the pictures that you do take. Um, Thank you. I was like, damn, she. Yeah, I can tell that you have modeling that you've been modeling before because yeah. just by the way you know how to pose and and a lot of people understand that part of our business, especially in the sex work trade, is being a sex symbol and portraying yourself as such. And I think that has been lost due to the content creator age. Oh, speak yes. To, you know, speak to making yourself have the look of a sex symbol to, right. to, to gain details and to get more sales. Go ahead. Right. I'm always sexy. I'm always sexy. Um, when I'm running to the store, like, I don't care. I'm that type of bitch that will put heels on to the supermarket because I feel like it. Like, right. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to feel confident, sexy, and whatever part of life I am, whether I'm doing entertainment or in my regular day. Um, I always make sure that, you know, even like going out with my friends, I'm, I like, I, I love to, I love to look sexy. I'm sorry. Like some people might, might be slutty or but I don't care. <laughs> Short like skirts said, and high heels, crop tops for me. <laughs> yes, my mama said, flaunt it while you got it, because you don't know yes. how long you got it. You know oh, what I'm yes. Definitely <laughs> so. I'm trying to keep it for as long as I can. <laughs> Working it very well. Now, people, you know what time it is. Every time you're on the show. It is time for the pussies to go dry, the dicks to go limp. Let's talk about the business, the business. <laughs> yeah, this is where we get real and talk about the insides of the business. Okay. Now, from talking to the guys of love, her game is a little bit different. She doesn't do it for a girl. So normally the girls I talk to do that. But she does have her content. She does run parties. She does do, um, you know, 
live meet and greets or what have you. So please yeah. stick to the ups and downs of the money of the business because a lot of people have a misconception thinking that when you walk into this business, no matter whether you're a stripper, whether you're a film dom or you're a porn mm-hmm. star, that you're going to make a shitload of money and it's going to be consistent all the time. Speak mm-hmm. to that first. Well, first of all, ain't no money consistent if you don't work for the money. You heard me? Breach. <laughs> you ain't gonna make nothing sitting down in a stripper being a stripper just because you a stripper. You're not gonna make any money just because you're a fandom and and start your profile like that and have all the confidence in this fuck world. But when you come to somebody and don't advertise right, you know you have to look at your advertisements. Like you can't just only think about Instagram. You can't think about only Twitter and think it's gonna be popping. No, you have to sign up for these content stuff like OnlyFans or, or like X videos, you know, you have to start somewhere, Shutterbait somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere to get known, to get fans. You're not going to just get fans just because you sign up for something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have to definitely network, get business cards, hand out the business cards, network in every day and aspect of your life. Yeah, because I think, because it was an old saying to me, you never leave your fans with nothing. You leave them with something. Right. To remember you by. They'll remember you by other things you said. Hello? Hello? Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. That my ending, my, my my Wi-Fi tried to come in over my data. I apologize. But anyway, oh. what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> it, it happens from time to time, people. We do have issues with the app. But anyway, but um preach to having promotional materials on hand, such as business cards and flyers to help enhance your business and reach. Right. Don't do that. Right. I, I mean, I'm old school. I'm sorry. Like, I actually go and, you know, put up flyers and stuff at at every bar. If I'm hanging out with, with my friend, I'll tell, like, my guy friend, hey, go put this in the bathroom, you know? Um, <laughs> I, I leave them in whatever, like, high traffic area. Like, you know, for me, it's 42nd Street. For me, it's 14th Street. High traffic areas in your cities, subway stations, where you know it's going to be a little high traffic, just, Mm -hmm. you know, don't put it all out there because, you know, just be careful with the laws and stuff in your own state, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to put it all out there, but just put your catchphrase on and, Mm -hmm. you know, put your Instagram, put your socials, put your links on that business card and mm-hmm. I like to do a, a QR code, you know, mm-hmm. on the business card because they can just scan for the people that don't want to do anything but scan shit. Yeah. You yeah, know? 
Yeah, I'm getting into that 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 QR code shit. I'm sorry, I'm just old school. I ain't used to yeah. kind of like you pass a fly, post right. a fly, whatever. You but know? you have to like you have to. I'm old school, but I'm trying to be with the new school. So I'm a mixture. Like you have to combine it together. Yeah, most definitely. Now you're a woman that have tapped into each part of sex work for the most part. Um, what was the one thing that you learned from each part that you had touched? Because you've been a you've been a call girl, you've been a, a you're a dancer, a BDSM performer, a content creator. What's the one thing that you you that that you can advice that you can give people on you being that, that you have done so much in that world? Um, well, oh, advice that I could give them if yes. they want to start. Yes. Yes. Um, well, I feel like you got to love it. Don't just start something and don't enjoy it because it's like you're not going to put your all into it. Then don't do it. Um, I have a lot of people of, and my clients personally say that they love the way that I treat them and that I really know what I'm doing and they can tell the difference, you know. Um, and it's because I enjoy what I'm doing. I don't look at shit from, you know, a man's asshole, like anything, because I'm fucking you in your ass. So hello, the shit is expected. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy every aspect of the, 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 the dirtiness of it, the, you know, the sensual feeling of it and the power, the exchange of power of it. Yeah. Because um, even what I noticed is that I'm seeing more of black on black BDSM coming to the forefront lately. Because even to the point that, and you know this, I'm telling the truth, the rarity of a black cuckold, you don't see that every day. Yeah. And like, honestly, only you, I only see that with you and Giselle Lane. Hey, yeah. we trying to start a late. What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, straight up, because for me being the lifestyle, I never met a black cup. It always been white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. So why is it that black men don't want to be cups? I think it's more of the society part of the way that they're gonna be looked at and accepted. Um uh it's not like they don't get their work you know i i you know i have worked with all ethnicities mm-hmm. um it's more of they keep it under the wraps than yeah. um caucasian uh people do and you know it's just the way it is it's it's accepted more and that side than our side. Yeah, because even to the point that you don't see a lot of black submissives. Now now it's starting to come out more. Um, right. You know, period. Or if you did see them, they were with a white master. Yeah. You know, period. And to me, black on black BDSM is to me more beautiful than that of interracial. Ooh. Because, and the reason why, because we are taught not to share. We are taught mm-hmm. to, especially with men, we are taught to be manly. We're not we, we, we're not taught to be submissive. Yes, so it's see, fight, fight before yeah. right, right. Ooh, now I said it right. 
<laughs> so it's like when you see a black female dom with a black male slave, it is beautiful because it is a rarity, you know, period. Now, the question I ask you, the power, because you had all colors, where, where do you feel more power? When it's a black sub or a white sub? Uh, definitely... We keep some more intensity. More intensity is in the black. Okay. Um, of course, I love to, you know, I love to humiliate a white man because you just deserve it. <laughs> Basically, fucker. <laughs> Let I me whip you with this fucking whip, motherfucker. <laughs> you feel it? We have a bunch of subs talking about something. I need to call her. You feel it? I love feeling that, but I I love the intensity and and I feel like more powerful when it comes from black. Yeah, um, I'm more appreciative and mm-hmm. I'm more of like just in a ultra high. And um, another definitely sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like even with your pictures, everything speaks dumb. So yeah. you keep with a theme and your brand speaks to staying on brand and how ladies can do that. Um. So you def- like I definitely had the plan. You know, I definitely mm-hmm. had the plan in my head. Like I'm gonna have the genre of it looking like all of Dom. Mm-hmm. Um and you know don't uh you know don't be so um uh forgetful to actually take pictures, you know. Um get outfits whether you have to get a friend to take your fi- picture. Um I I I'm in love with self timer. Like I started off um my my personal photography at 19 doing self-portraits um so I I knew that self-timer on a Nikon you know Mm -hmm. um it's it's everywhere self-timers on your phone it's on a professional camera um any anything like any fabric you know Mm. anything just pin it up on a wall and take pictures you can't Mm. forget about your content Mm-hmm. Yeah, because also I tell people video is to bring the money, pictures is the advertisement. Right. You know, and and girls don't realize that you also a model in this business. Yeah, the, the right have, poses. Yes. Um, you know, look in the mirror. Um, you know, definitely get look in the mirror and, and pose, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only way, you know. Um, I mean I've I've done runway since I was eight years old so walking in heels is actually not a, a big thing for me but walking in heels at home you know break them in you know we always have to break in new heels yeah because to me I think I tell people heels is part of wardrobe yeah and, and if you see here screen that yeah you foot fetish you how you foot fetish you don't have heels because yeah. the foot fetish is that fans 
like the open toe heel. They like yes. the sexy open toe heel and, and, and stuff of that nature. Plus, there's a yes. lot of different videos you could do. You have fans that actually want you to walk on them with yep. heels. You yep. know, you know, even you just doing a video, you walking in heels will get you clientele and sales. Mm-hmm. And you just you walking in heels, you know, period. Speak to why is women getting away from that? Because it seems like every time I look up, they're always barefooted, barefooted, barefooted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's kind of like... I feel like it's these new women. They messing things up. That's what, I mean. that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, I don't know where this come from, but I, I'm telling you, I was a heels girl. I, I wore heels and jeans in junior high school. I was that girl. Um, So, like, the heels for me was always sexy. Um, the comfortability part, not so much, but you know, you have to take care of your feet too. get the pedicures and stuff after to, to take care of the feet, you know? Um, I mean, I feel like maybe I don't think that clubs like professional clubs allow you to take your heels off. It's more of these underground, you know, parties that they slacking and letting the girls do that, you know? Yeah, because this ain't the fucking club. Yeah, <laughs> these motherfuckers paying, they want to see y'all walk around some goddamn heels, man. Yeah. They don't want to see you no damn flip-flops. No, I don't know. <laughs> right. that That's only, like, other parties, you know? Yeah. But for me, I I'm, you know, you're going to worship my feet, honey, so I'm going to have the heels on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, goddamn! I used to kiss the damn heel out of this bitch. Yeah, right? I used to do my sometimes out of this bitch. Of <laughs> one time, one time I sucked on the heel. That girl got so hot, Bob, she didn't know what to do with so She's like, I've never seen no one do that before. I said, I told you, I'm a freak, goddamn. Ooh, I kiss a ten. I kiss yes. a ten. Yes. Um, it's it's nothing sexier than to be fucking in some heels now. Yes. You know. Have everything off, butt naked. Keep your heels on, baby. Definitely. And two, I just want to tell you, you got some very pretty titties. Just let oh, you know. thank you. Yeah, very pretty titties. I was in there. Look, look at you. My uh, itty bitties. Well, some pretty itty bitties. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. So yeah, you're a very beautiful woman altogether. So thank you. and two, like I said, I'm just because you live in New York because it, it. I think also being in an area where. BDSM and that lifestyle flourishes does help that business also, you know, and plus the close net community up there. Speak to that. So I'm just getting into more of going to lifestyle parties and like getting into these singer um, parties and stuff of that sort. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all, they're, they're saying the same thing, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I've been to, you know, I always go to Pride every year and all that stuff. So, you know, I've I've been in the lifestyle and I see like the bars and all that stuff. Um, but I feel like our community hasn't got together in that way and it's just starting, like you're saying. So, like everybody's on the same page. Like we want to build this community and have a place where you can come and, you know, walk in and feel comfortable and, you know, losing your power and accepting all sensation, you know? Yeah. Look, I've I, I been teasing Giselle about the pegging, and um, I take it that you peg as well. You're a peg, yes. you're, you're a peg stallion as well. Speak to the power 
the big dick energy that you feel when you're packing someone? <laughs> um, I definitely have that big dick energy. I definitely fuck that asshole like it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> But I know how to treat it right, too, you know? I'm not just going to ram it in there. That's what the difference is for me. Like, I actually try to go with your rhythm, you know? Um, you know, I, I I treat you like a nice little bitch. You'll be loved. <laughs> <laughs> she said she treats you like a nice little bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> you see, but see, that's the thing. It's, it's um, because I find it interesting that I noticed that more men are now open to it and more black men are open to it. Yes. And um and and to the point that it's not even that they're open to it is that some of these motherfuckers will show their face because I, I done seen that or what have you. Speak mm-hmm. to why is that now when years before you couldn't even get a dude to say he's like packing. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like as the years go by, you know, more of our community is coming out of their shells um I, I definitely with like the black trans movement and all of this um new movements that are now here um i feel like making noise and that is making people more comfortable and coming out with their own you know inner you know fantasies um I I just I definitely see more of our community coming out and saying that they like it and you know I have men in the past where you know past boyfriends did like their asshole lick but didn't want to say it you know oh, I just like me and me tongue fuck my ass go ahead <laughs> you know they they want it like you know yeah. I'll go there and they let me but they never say it you know <laughs> that they a, want it again but you see them push their ass up like it's a guilty yeah, lick it lick it again please uh, please all right oh okay I listen to your body language now <laughs> <laughs> he, he arched that back like a woman goddamn yeah <laughs> don't tell my boys though I don't want my boys to know. <laughs> No, because so, some some men now feel like if it's coming from a woman, then the pegging, they always want this feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. So if it's from a woman, then yeah, they're gonna be open to it. Yeah, because it's because there's always a conversation where it's pegging gay. I said, okay, let's look at what gay supposed to be or or, or homosexuality, same mm-hmm. sex. So if it's a woman fucking in your ass, basically with a pe- with a dildo, it's practically a prostate exam, just a little bit more intense. Right. <laughs> I'm your doctor, baby. Let's play she's, doctor. She's just, she's just checking for the prostate cancer. That's all she's doing, <laughs> sir. It's, it just so happens that you come and you enjoy that. You enjoy mm-hmm. the, the pounding. That's all. Yeah. You know? Ain't nothing like coming from your damn ass and your dick at the same time. Yeah, because I ain't even going to The last time I had a prostate exam, but my shit was leaking. I felt like, oh, God. Yeah. It's just, like, I can imagine, you know? I mean, but I've it, had that. I came from anal and my, you know, <laughs> it, that was amazing. 
so so um with that being said would you ever drift into the boy girl arena um so what do you mean boy girl arena like a threesome like okay then um oh like a regular porn like regular porn yeah oh um because because I, mean, I don't think you do boy girl fuck scenes. You get what I'm coming from? Yeah, I mean, I'm really not. I mean, people have. I've I've done I've done like personal videos where people have asked me for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as what I want to portray on my content, no, I don't. I don't want regular fucking. Um, I'm more like I'll I'll throw up a threesome up there. You know, if I have an orgy, I throw that up up there. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, you know. so what? Because meaning that you do fuck on camera, but you're gonna give them something special. It's not gonna be your typical just boy girl porn scene. It's gonna be a threesome that might right. involve some BDSM in it. Right. Uh, uh, we know you ain't gonna. We know you a dominant. You ain't getting gang banged, so that's out of the question. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I um, mean. I am. I mean, like, like I said, I am open to everything. So I am open to like doing that, you know, if it ever comes up. Um, I've had a client, you know, that have, you know, that have asked me for that, you know. Most definitely, because because the reason why I say that because. A lot of times, <clears throat> I tell anybody, there's two ways that you make it in this business and be successful without having to fuck somebody. Extreme fetish mm-hmm. or cam girl. You a hardcore cam girl. Right. And like I said, you're on the spectrum of the extreme fetish for what you do or whatever. So it's yeah. kind of like you, you don't necessarily have to drip into doing a straight fuck scene. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. Or be based or have your base behind it. Um, because I also hear girls and speak to that that girls I always hear girls in that world say it will hurt my money and hurt my and make me lose fans if I do that. Are you in that situation if if that ever happened? If I like gangbang or something like that? Um to, to that nature, it, any of the stuff that is not your that's on your your, your brand. Because like I said, boy girl porn, gangbang, all that is not necessarily your brand. You get what I'm coming yeah. from? Yeah. So, uh, w- would you be afraid that if you did that, it would hurt your brand and make you lose money and fans? Um, I'm I'm just afraid that if I if I do that, not necessarily hurt because I do have like some um, requests for those, you know, and I know that people want to see me get fucked because I do have a lot of requests for those. I'm so, for sure. me personally, I don't think it would hurt me. But I just don't want to go that route because that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm more, like you said, dark fetishes, yeah. um, dom lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because see, the reason, because a lot of times, um, females might try to jump in to be a dom and they think, that's the way of them doing it without fucking somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> because a lot of times girls jump into this business, first thing they worry about is getting fucked or fucking somebody. So that's right. why they go do the webcam or they try to be the dom. And 
And like put it this way, the reason why I think you could avoid it because your shit is authentic. You live the lifestyle, you've been in the lifestyle, you practice the lifestyle, you live and breathe it while these girls have never even practiced it or even learned anything about it. Right. To being authentic in this space and how important it is, especially to the niche that you're playing to. Well, for the fetish lifestyle, I feel like it's a lot. Like, you have to know how to talk to your slaves. You have to know how to talk to sissy boys. Like, there's it's different little, like, you know, subjects, you know? Like, it's it's a lot. It's vocabulary. Um, it's your confidence. It's how you carry yourself. Um you know, you can't own anybody if you don't own yourself. You know, you if you don't know your full self and love yourself, you can't possibly give that love to somebody else. Yeah, because you definitely know how to give feet love. I saw that foot job you did. <laughs> I definitely do. I love it. I I, I enjoy it. That See, she, you know. She, play, she just don't play with the dick with her mouth full of pussy. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so if you want to see it get fucked, you can see your feet get fucked. Yeah, you good. <laughs> but see, to me, I think if you're successful in the fetish realm, you're to me, okay. How I put this? I give more respect to those who are successful in the fetish realm than that of the porn realm because fetish is harder. Yeah. Because you're a smaller niche audience than you do porn. Right. Yeah. So that that like that's why I do want to like I'm more of like trying to please every audience, you know. Mm-hmm. But you can't possibly do that. But but you know I am um that's why I dibble and dabble into all types of networking because I feel like yes, go into these bars, yes, go into these clubs, yes, go into these regular parties, go into underground parties, do it all because that's all going to get you to where you want to be and that you can funnel that all to your links, you know? Yeah, which is an interesting segue to something else I wanted to talk about is that expanding your repertoire. Now, you have an extensive brand that expands many, many skills and talents. Preach to being that versatile and how it benefits you, benefits your business and its growth. So, as long as you're doing all the networking and, you know, funneling into one thing, I feel like you're going to be successful. Um, Like I said, I came into this with a plan. Um, I literally wrote down what my yearly plan was, what things I was going to get to, um, all the money that I dance for, I, I, you know, I saved a little bit of it. Um, you know, that's also like, you have to invest in yourself, you know? Um, that's why I do keep my regular job is because I want to have sure money going until this business booms where I don't need it, you know, then I'll quit my job, you know? Yeah, because, see, people don't realize that it's kind of hard to get an apartment. You tell somebody, yeah, I'm a professional dom. They're not going to hear that shit. <laughs> so you yeah. kind of, unless you are working with millions, it, it, it's okay to have a nine to five and chase this. So how do you balance everything? Because it, with, with your personal life, 
uh, work as well as doing this because I know it's it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, but I mean, I enjoy it, and I'm mostly, um, uh, I I don't sleep until two a.m. You know, so I'm like, shit, I could be Welcome doing something. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, I could, I could, I could be doing something at this time. You know, and why not network? Why not go out? Yeah, yeah, because people realize when you run your own business, you wear so many hats. So you, it's so many things that you got to, so many eyes you got to dot, so many T's you got to cross. Yeah. You know, and you got to stay on top of things. Yeah, and, and time management, you know. Yeah. Um, scheduling, like writing, like I'm a writer. I, I'm, 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 you know, I have a planner. I have to like see it in front of my face. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I write everything down, time scheduling where you take this time out away from everything and you work on one thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. little by little, it's all going to come together. You just, you know, your time management you, and you kind of have to sacrifice sleep, you know? Yeah. Because I tell anybody, the money don't sleep. We take cat naps. Yeah, we take cat naps, bro. <laughs> you got no choice because the ultimate goal is to make money in your sleep. Right. Yeah. But trust me, I know how it feels to wake up and it, and you forgot about a site and you're getting a check from it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that That's happened true. to me. And it, it recently, got day, I saw I got a, a, a diet check. I said, wait a second. I forgot all about this damn site. Let me start promoting this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I said, wait a second. I forgot I had this shit. Like, oh, like, oh. That's where the money is. <laughs> and see, I got it through another email. So the email where I normally got my business, it didn't go through. So I just don't have to check that other email. I said, whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that too. Check your emails. Check your emails for sure. You know, be, you know, these clients, I answer and respond to them as soon as I can, you know. Yeah, I don't awesome. leave like a message unread, you know. I, uh, your customer service, you can't forget about that either. Oh no, you, like I said again, you're everything. You yeah. even, you even, you even the complaints department. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. No, yeah, I'm dead serious though. You know, I'm laughing. I'm dead serious. Uh huh. I know. Dead serious. So shoot. So I see you have a bunch of parties coming up. Yes. Um, I have a couple of parties and like vendors events too. Most definitely, most definitely. I, I'm definitely. I said when I come to New York, I'm gonna check, check, check you out, check you out, Miss Lady. Thank you. Check you out, and I also gonna want to bring you back to the show numerous and multiple times because I love. Oh, yes. So with that being said, the same question that I asked Giselle, that I even asked me the throat goddess, can I call you a smoke buddy? Oh, for sure. Say, say no more. Say no more. So y'all heard it. The goddess of love will be back on the smoking lounge. And we also will bring her to the premium smoke room. You know what that is. My subscription-based side of the podcast. Five premium podcasts with weekly episodes. And you get all that for $4.99 a month. And you get to hear her again. And the difference is 
It's more uncensored, <laughs> more can more uncandid, more yeah. honest, and more nastier. Yeah. <laughs> so we really give it up in there. So with that being said, baby, tell everybody where you can spend money on you. What I spend money on? Um... No, 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 no. Where they can spend money on you. I ain't worried about you spending money. I'm trying to get them to spend money on you, babe. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I heard that wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so my OnlyFans is Diosa6. It's D-I-O-S-A with the number six. Um, and my Instagram and Twitter, you can definitely tip me for custom videos. Um, I do it all. <laughs> uh, well, it's the Osa of love. Most definitely. Now, explain what Dios do it. Diosa means. Diosa. It's um. So Dios means God in Spanish. Um. Ooh. So Diosa means goddess in Spanish. In you know, in Spanish. Oh, what? Well, since. Since we know you have Hispanic origin, can you please give us something in Spanish? Oh, um, claro que sí. Yo puedo hablar todo que tú quieres. <laughs> Ooh, just make my dick hard, ladies and gentlemen. I love hearing a sexy woman speak Spanish. Most so with that being said, baby girl, I enjoyed you. Thank and I you. can't bring you back. I hope. Now, I am planning to go to the Zaka in New Jersey. So I will be asking you to for us to hook up so we can do a wonderful video yeah you as well as a photo shoot i would love to take some pictures of you oh like, my god that would be awesome you know what I'm saying so i know me my girls miss big queen we're, we're planning that to go to exotica in new jersey so once we finalize that we're going to tell the fans about that so y'all can meet us at exotica yes. and I'm gonna some of these lovely ladies so we can do some pictures as well as some video podcasts so you can see their pretty face also. well definitely i'm gonna be an exotica um you know every year <laughs> Well, yeah, shit, you live right up there. Shit, is it yeah. here? <laughs> For real. Be there every year, too, goddammit. Yep. Yep. That so, is the place to network. Most definitely. So with that being said, people, you know how we end this all day, every day? Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming, sexy. Thank you. Have a good night. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Spit Queen and the Porn Rap Star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Read Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry. Five. STO Dark. Plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for $4.99 a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week. On top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke.